let us go to God. Most gracious and heavenly Father, I thank you for the opportunity to praise and uplift your precious and holy name. Lord, I thank you for the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart, that they be acceptable to you, O Lord. Yes, move me behind the cross, that the words will be uplifting and encouraging, that we can go forth and be great servants this week for your gift that you have given us. None is greater than life. None is greater than your breath. Thank you for all things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, many of you may be aware that uh, Janella Scott uh, had a brief accident when she first returned to work. Uh, so she uh, gave diligently over the last couple of days to make sure our bulletins and information were off. So please lift her up as she's recovering uh, from a uh, freak accident in the office that has sent her to the emergency room, but she is well and she is recovering. And keep her in your prayer. The song entitled this morning is simply, believe it or not. And to give you a little background, uh, many of you know that we are traveling through the lectionary, um, which is the common lectionary and uh, the scriptures and everything that comes in preparation for the word uh, is utilized. I, I um, will take us through a couple different scriptures today, but I wanted to share with you that the words that were in place, the offertory prayers, things that were already set were what we would have prayed and talked about on the 25th of September. Many of you know that things get prepared early and they're already in motion, so at the point we left, I said to Janella, just print up the bulletin and set them aside, because when we get back Sunday, we'll be ready. Believe it or not, we didn't come back that Sunday. I don't know where you were on September 25th, but I was worshiping at another church in another city, not expecting not to be here. Believe it or not, God does change plans. Then I looked. Oh. I was wondering what was going on. I said, wait a minute. I'm moving right around me. <laughs> it's all right. I got to up. I said, wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> Ain't God good. Believe it or not, things do get moved. And uh, so when I looked at all the various ways that God is moving us through the lectionary, he had me reflect back uh, over the last previous six weeks to the storm and the weeks that have proceeded after the storm. Because though I did not preach here, I had opportunities to share the word of God in many different places. As many of you are aware that there were linemen in town, fixing the electricity throughout our city. On the 1st of October, I had a chance to, and Randy, I didn't sneak into the city. I actually had an invitation to come back. <laughs> and um, wires were down, everything was everywhere, but I had a 
a time of worship with the linemen. Interview uh, had us over 6,500 linemen that came into East Texas, and out of that 6,500, court office was blessed to have 800 of them. And out of that 800 of them, many of them were Christians that traveled far and near. They came from West Virginia and South Dakota and California and many places with their electric trucks to turn the power on. Believe it or not, I had a chance to see what it takes to turn the power on. It was an awesome sight and it was something that I said only God could have allowed me to behold because as I came into the city and all the power lines were down and the devastation was still present in the county so this was the second time I had been in the city and I was gasping but I was gasping from God's greatness. Even though many things had been destroyed, I drove from house to house and called people along the way and said, I'm near your house, give me your address so if I can get across this line. But I had gotten notice to say, don't cross the electric line. So I couldn't go to everybody's house. But believe it or not, some of the places that I went to Looks as though nothing has touched. The trees fell away from the building. The windows were not scattered. All you look at the glass that's in here, all the same glass, the beauty and things that people have deposited into this place. God so prospered to say, believe it or not, I will let it stand. And when the linemen gathered, they gathered for an awesome path. My sermon to them was, turn the power on. I said, God has given you a great and awesome path, the talent and the ability to come in behind a storm and to turn the power on. I was amazed in their humility. I was amazed by their giftedness. But I was amazed more so by their willingness to travel far and near. To gather in one place, to do one thing, and get the power on. Believe it or not, some of them, I'll never see again. Others said, let me give you my email. Others looked as though they had never seen a woman leading a worship service. But beyond how their look was, believe it or not, the moon of God that was there, the safety that was granted unto them, the prayers that had gone forth allowed them to turn the power on. Quicker than they had anticipated because I said, how long do you think this will be? They said, well... It's going to be a while. I said, well, can you define a while? Talk to me. And they look at me like to say, lady, you're here to give a word. Thank you. No questions, please. But they were cordial, and they said, some said three weeks, some said four, some said y'all will be a while. And I never knew what a while sounded like when it had a little snuff in the side. Is that what they said? I'll be a while. But we 
we got on the same page because God said, believe it or not, I'm in charge. Believe it or not, I understand the pain. Believe it or not, I understand that you will bow. Because the scripture says that all will call his name, that every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And even the storm called for people to come near and fall. In the devastation, there are lots of calls that were to be made. Many of the senior citizens, many of you received a call before you left town. Some of you I were able to reach and some I wasn't, some I knew where you were, and some I just said, if you heard from so-and-so, please. Check on her. Some I even called when I had somebody that I knew that was in their family that was in another city. Please come and get her. Before it's too late. One of the first people I saw when I came back in the city, believe it or not, was Mr. Sonny. He still had his cool hat on. He had just arrived and he simply said, Hmm, it's good to be back. <laughs> Same demeanor, same calm, like a storm that never came because he represents what it means in Philippians and says the peace that surpasses all understanding. The storm never rattles his spirit. He just says, mm, it's good to be home. I said, do you need anything? He said, all the money. God has given me. All right, all right, all right. God has provided for me. I stopped before I came into the city to get a little something to eat. I said, well, Mr. Sonny, are you sure you're covered? He said, I got a little something and I'll heat it up later. I said, now, Mr. Sonny, you don't survive this door. I don't need you to be cooking. I called Mr. Next to right away and said, come and see by Mr. Sonny. Do not let him turn the stove on. I didn't want to call you, brother. I didn't want to be called in the fire. <laughs> we said came through the storm, came through the rain. Surely we didn't want to have a fire right at that point. I knew y'all were already tired. <laughs> Amen. Believe it or not. As we drove around the city, I couldn't believe, because, you know, Walmart is a 24-hour place. But even Walmart changed in this time of trouble. Even Target changed in this time of trouble. Even McDonald's has not opened the doors. Burger King ain't saying it's my way, because we don't have no way yet. (laughs) But God said, believe it or not, I'm still God. In the book of Philippians, Paul is talking to the people of Philippi. That was his, one of his first communities where he opened a church. And he spoke with his people very candidly to let them know what was going on. Believe it or not, he said, they need to be in the same mind. Philippians 2, 1 through 2, talks about coming into oneness, talks about coming into newness, talks about making things on one accord. 
believe it or not, that's what poor offerings have to do. That's what we have to do in our home. That's what we have to do in the church. That's what we have to do in the community. We have to come on one accord. Because to live as God wants us to live, believe it or not, He wants us to have peace. He wants us to learn how to love one another. He wants us to understand how to live with our differences and understand humility. But you see, God has shown us many miracles on this journey. The miracle of standing still and moving yet one mile. The, the, the miracles of having people gas multiply. The independence and the ability and the miracle to allow you to do things you never thought you'd know how to do. We got to a house, and I never thought I'd stay in a classmate's home. But when we got to Lufkin, Texas, and the church was already full, had 300 people, and there were 600 on the ground, and later there ended up being 750. When my classmate opened his home, that was a miracle, because when I called, the district superintendent gave me his name. I said, I already know him. He said, well, he's expecting your call. And I said to him, I said, but I've I, 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 I connected with some of my members who were going to the same city and we hooked up on the road. He says, well, are you traveling together? I said, no, not really, but by self, I'm with yourself. Believe it or not. God allowed all that to move forward. The miracles of somebody who didn't know you opening up a shelter in San Augustine and saying, come and rest and be. Or someone who stayed in a shelter in London and then was moved to a hotel and got accommodations. And the miracles of all the hands extending into one Because just as the linemen were to get the power on, God said, I'll take you to safety. Just follow me. I had never evacuated in my last conversation with Miss Bernice. And it was it was very much like many of the others, but she was very adamant, Pastor, this is not my first radio, and it may be yours, but look at here, I'm not leaving town because this is here in my city. <laughs> I quickly said, yes, ma'am, and let's pray. Because even though it was my first rodeo, I didn't know what the rodeo was. I had never been on 69 for evacuation. I said, go, go. When they call, I'm going. But if you don't want to go, let's pray now. And when I found out she was dead and been evacuated, after all, I guess this rodeo was a little bigger than others. Sister said, I better come up out of here. Call for oneness. We all had to get on the road and go somewhere in the name of Jesus except for the fireman who took care of us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then as we go on in Philippians, there's a call for forward action. If you look at Philippians 3, 12 through 14, It's interesting, when you do this every week and you get out of sync, sometimes you can't even get all the pages together. It was just a difference to get up here today. It was like, get back on the roof, get back on the roof. You got to do this. But Philippians 3, 
12 through 14 simply says, not that I have already obtained all this, which is the knowledge that, that uh, 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 Paul was sharing with the Philippians. He said, I haven't already gained all this. I have already made, been made perfect. But I press on to take hold for that which God, Jesus Christ, has told me to take hold to. Brethren, I consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining forward to what is ahead, I press on right. towards the goal right. of the prize to which God has yes. given me. Yes. After we are called into oneness, he calls us to press forward. He calls us into a relationship that allows us to press forward. It doesn't mean you won't miss anything. It doesn't mean that the losses you have aren't losses. But he says, don't look back. you got to press forward. When I left our house, yes, it's the parsonage. Yes, it belongs to the church. But when I left our home, I left it with everything that we had. And I said, like Paul said, I'll be content with all right. All right. Whatever is standing will be reconciled. Whatever is here, God will restore. Whatever is can't be restored, I needed to give it away anyhow to God clean this situation up and give me a clean heart that I may be able to go forth with little, nothing, or beyond. My God is an awesome God. I preach this by myself because I don't know where you've been. But I've been to some places I've never, ever, ever been before. I stopped in some little towns. Don't know the name. And didn't necessarily have people who look like me. And they reached out and grabbed my hand and said, Come this way, my sister. In a thing that I could do, I'll do it for you. They didn't know my name. And I'm not sure they asked me what mine was. A doctor used to touch me, and somebody that knew I was in camp, I called them and they said, Girl, we've been looking for you in Port Arthur. We hope you weren't down there digging out the last bit, bin and tub and everything else. Just digging. We hoped you got on the road. All right. I said, well, we won the last one, but you know, when it got the packing and you getting evacuated, your mind goes and says, now what should we take? How long are we going to stay? And, and that's when you have to drop the logical mind and say, God, speak to my heart. Because when I got down there said, don't take another bag. Don't pack another book. There's not another Bible I want you to have with us, baby. We got all the Jesus we can take with us. Get a suitcase or something with some clothes, honey. Put your skills to work. I know he can come as love, but he says, sister, not another book of bags. I just need one more. Some people took fur coats, some people took jewelry, some people took children's baby mama picture, some people took the last of the suitcase, some people said, there's my emergency money, I've been holding this, I guess this is the emergency, I mean we took all kind of stuff. Hand mercy. So 
Some of us didn't take no water because we didn't think we would need water. Somebody didn't take, I know I should have took the extra gas can. You couldn't have carried the gas in the car, you would have blew the car like the fireman said. <laughs> took all kind of stuff. But did you take your faith with you? Did you take your Jesus with you? Did you take a heart of gold with you? Did you take a spirit that said, I'm more worried about you than worried about me. I'm going to help you because the Lord is going to But I'll tell you what. If you ain't been changed by this song, doggone, I don't know what it'll take. Tim, I ain't calling you out, but brother, it's time for everybody to stand up and say, your mama is so glad you're in service today. So glad you're here. We are glad that you're here. Whatever God needs to do in your heart and your life, listen to him now. All right. There is nothing on the street greater than the love of Jesus Christ. There is nothing that can save you like the love of Jesus Christ. If you don't know it now, baby, after you travel three, four miles in the places that in years to pass wouldn't have let us roll through their town. We ain't gonna be there. That's the way to go. Y'all better change that route. Y'all won't roll up here no more. Amen. The truth be told, some of the places we went, it was like the DNI. They was looking up. Oh my God. They still coming. My God. It was like the show on the road. I mean, they was just like opened up all the highways and people were sitting at the ice house saying, Hey, Skippy, it's a whole lot of them coming up 69. But so God still taking us to another level. Taking us to another level. And then finally, He has called us not only into oneness, forward action, but he's called us into all our fruits. Gentleness, love, compassion, peace, everlasting grace. There was a song a long time ago, and you wouldn't believe it, but when I was packing, I happened to find that God in the book of what the guy named? No. The one that used to sing, Don't Worry, Be Happy. You know, Bobby McClick. And all the junk that I was picking up things. We take this, we take that. I opened up one little container and there was an old CD. Don't worry, be happy. I said, oh, put that in the bag. I'll go with you on the road. Why? <laughs> Keep yourself enlightened and everything. But I mean, the little song just simply said, Don't worry, be happy. Alright. When you get back to your house. And then Sean's inspector hasn't come just yet. You like some of the people that can able. I ain't gonna call no names, but some people are still staying at the hotel because they're able to stay there. Think about how I've given them that opportunity. So they ain't rushing to come back into the city. Don't worry. Be happy. If you can't move yet and you haven't gotten a blue talk and you're praying that it won't rain and it rains again, you say, Why? 
God, God, don't let it rain no more. Don't worry, be happy. The blue talk is coming, and after the blue talk will come a new roof. Next, you have some gentleness, compassion, and peace. Okay, you got to the ATV. They don't have your favorite food just yet. Maybe you want to the head out right now, because the doctor said your blood pressure up a little bit. Sorry about that. Buy the fat free, coffee free, whatever free. Don't get that. Just get yourself in order. As the cheetah would say, it's good that we be in October. It's breast cancer awareness month. Take the time to go to the doctor. Okay, you say the doctor's office ain't open yet. We'll see where they stand for the call. Don't worry, be happy. Forget that to some normalcy. Call on to Jesus Christ. Get on your knees and with a spirit of faithfulness. With prayer and supplication. Know that he's brought you out of a mighty storm. Know that he's made us a mighty people. Know that he's given us this place to be our guest to this community. This is God's house and I'll be God's house. And we're going to miss what God has for us in this season. He has given us the power to press on to a higher calling in the name of Jesus Christ. Wake up, my people. Wake up, my people. Wake up, my people. He has called us into newness. Hands on your feet and thank God that you are with us. Your the doors of the church are open. If you don't know Jesus, you need to know Because I still don't know what it is right now.